0: What's going on, private people? Hope everybody's staying safe, staying strong, staying positive. It's your main man, MMA Bob Melikin, and this is Suspect Picks. Now, on this podcast, I bring a little bit of news and then I do fight picks for MMA. Primarily the UFC, but it spans all promotions across MMA. I try to keep the podcast short and to the point let's get into it hey yo cmma catfish listen man uh coming up anthony smith versus Johnny walker who do you got uh i honestly think those are two fighters who we thought might actually be something and turned out to be a whole bunch of nothing so i'm hoping it is a loser and winner fight leave town but whatever i guess we'll see what comes of it um I know you hate the old guys, but Matt Brown versus Court McGee is a pretty fair uh, old guy, old guy fight. Even if Matt Brown's been around a lot longer, Court McGee's not young either. Who do you favor in that? Um, Matt Brown is the underdog. He is definitely my suspect pick, though, because he brings the violence and he's got the experience. And I think that he beats Court McGee. What do you say? I'm out. F.M.P all right so of course y'all know who that is that's at mma catfish and he's cooking with catfish on instagram and Catfish with tat daddy for his uh podcast yeah yeah so um yeah anthony smith johnny walker this is it for anthony smith this dude i'm gonna tell you if there's a fighter who shouldn't complain about a goddamn thing it's these two Man, you talk about someone who, you talk about a bunch of cats who've been given chance him, these two, Matt Brown and Court McGee. You know, individuals be getting chance at the chance, chance and chance. And in the case of Anthony Smith, he is on the hot seat. It's like, bro, he still won't be forgiven for missing weight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, 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 you coming as the alternate. Cause people don't think that doesn't mean anything. Like you just because they it's think they think it's like their job where they work at. Because they just show up. I don't, I ain't do that when I was work. When, you know, I work, I don't just show up. I try to put forth 110%. I don't care what it is. Well, well, even with the podcast, I'm trying. It doesn't seem like it (laughs) at times, but I am trying. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just, oh, no, 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 no. This is the UFC. This is greedy, stingy UFC. So if they throw an opportunity your way, he's the one that's not going anyplace else. Right. He's not going anyplace else. He's Dancy Smith and John Walker are in the UFC to stay until they get kicked out. Well, guess what? Do your damn job then. You know, so he needs it. I've, I've always felt that Anthony Smith need to shut up. You know who I am now, right? Yeah. Someone who ended up missing weight. Yeah, we know who you are now. Tom Basell never miss weight again. It's too late, son. It is too late. You know, like, come on, man. So anyway, enough of my rant. Thank you, Catfish, for always contributing to the podcast. So who do I have? Let's get it started. So this is UFC Fight Night, Rosenstruck versus Almeida, UFC on ABC4. Hashtag UFC Charlotte, baby. So we got heavyweight. We have Jorzenio Rosenstruck out of Ryzen, 13 and 4. He is a plus one. He's a plus 380 underdog. Now these numbers are early numbers. Uh, I think some of the numbers uh, just turned a little bit higher. Uh, like uh, Jessica Rose Clark was a plus. Now she's at a minus money moves on her because she has a lot of simps. And people think because cause Tamara is a newcomer that she's not going to whip Jessica Rose Clark's ass. Speaking of geezers, speaking of old timers, <laughs> she's one of them that I'm talking about. You're going to go in here and do something different. No, you're going to do the exact same thing you always do. So, and then Jessica Rose Clark talking about something. She's going to get back that girl who put her out for a year. You don't even know her name? <laughs> yeah, okay, you're going to get your arm broken again. That's what's going to happen, sweetheart. You don't got no striking. Stop. Rose Rosenstruck does. He does. He's a former kickboxing champion. Going up against Jolton Almeida. Who's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Who, uh, you know, I... Uh, our, my homie, Rhino, believes that Jolton is going to wipe the floor with Jarzinho as he should. Uh, I mean, we shall see. We shall see. You know, orthodox fighter. You know, former fight on MMA, light heavyweight champion. Performance of the night twice so far. And also f- former Thunder Fight light heavyweight champion. You know, he's moving up and looking uh, fantastic in the process. This man, this man has been on a ridiculous 13-fight-1 streak with 11 finishes by submission. Yes, indeed. So, uh, I think he'll stand and bang. He'll try to stand and bang with Jorzenho. Should be a good fight. Uh, And then, you know, Jorzenho, it's like, dude, move down. Seriously, cut the weight. Cut that extra fat. He's shaped like me. Cut that, son. Um, Jalton Almeida, minus five. Because people are like, yeah, Chris Dawkins should move down. So said Rosenstruck, who's only six feet tall. <laughs> they went from six foot four to six, two. So like he's my height. This dude's my height and build, which is not a good thing. Uh, so, yeah, I got Jalton Almeida out of Dana White's contender series, who's 18 and two, baby. Yeah, and as far as uh, Anthony Smith, Giant Walker goes, can I pick neither one? (laughs) Can I pick neither one? Oh man! So Anthony Smith is starting to trend at the. They start out dead even, and um, Anthony Smith is charting at the underdog. I just uh, I think that I'm going to pick Anthony Smith, assuming he's going to fight smart. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Johnny Walker. Both men are a disappointment, an absolute disappointment. But Johnny Walker, to me, you can't be that size and stink. Kennedy and Chukwe, I believe he's going to put him in a coma. I believe he's going to put – if he ends up running to Johnny Walker, I believe that he's going to put Johnny Walker in a coma. So both of these men are dead men walking. So, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Um uh, you know, it should, this fight should, this should. This fight should determine the lineup for light heavyweight. Because light heavyweight, they need people desperately. Uh, you know, the champ is out here complaining. People are like, it's a weak division and his ass is weak. He is, he's a weak man. Like I call. It, like I said to him on the timeline, he's a weak ass man. Okay, he didn't get mad and, and, yeah, you come see me, say it to my face. No, you come say it to my face. You get off. Yeah, I'm tired of that. Come down to my gym. No, you get off your punk ass and you come down to where I'm at in the streets of Philly. And I say, I do you the favor, but we'll meet in front of City Hall. I could say just come around the way. You know what I'm saying? I can say come around the hood. Ain't nobody scared of these knuckleheads, man. with that. And then focus on what you're doing. How about get your damn division together? How about take a fight? How's that? When your next fight, how about get on a 12? How about when, how about defending your title 12 consecutive times like the GOAT did? How's that? Otherwise, you're just another person. You're just another uh, uh, slave on Dana White's plantation. Damn knucklehead. Anyway, Walter wait, which should be a good fight right here. Well, well I, I, it should be a good fight, but it might end early. <laughs> I got Ian and Gary all day out of Cage Warriors, baby. Yes, indeed, man. And if you don't know who Ian Gary is, I don't... Man, come on. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, he's, these casuals are getting on my nerves, man. They're getting on my goddamn nerves. Yeah, we don't want to see this, and we don't want to see that. Well, what do you want to see? This is the former welterweight champion out of Cage Warriors. You know who else is from Cage Warriors? Conor McGregor. Oh, I'm so tired, man. Look. Now, I mean, Daniel might put it on Ian. I don't care. Ian Gary is someone you need to keep your eyes out for. Daniel Rodriguez, eh, you know, just, uh, you know. I mean, he's not bad, but, you know, he, he really didn't beat Leach. So I want to see a rematch between him and Leach because he really didn't beat Leach. out of Beltor. Bellator, but, yeah, I got Ian Gary all day. He's going to be my, uh, yeah, he's pretty, he, hmm. let me just, let me just double check. Let's have a double check real quick. Yeah, that's going to be my lock for this fight card. Yes, indeed. And we'll see if he fails me. <laughs> Tim Means, Walter well Wait. Alex Morono, definitely don't got Alex Morono. I got Tim Means. That's going to be my suspect of suspect picks out of the day. Yeah, Alex Morono, I mean, I like his grappling, but that, man, that dude stands up and he gets confused at times. Out of LFA. Uh, twenty twenty-two and eight going up against ten means thirty-two and four and one. I expect ten means to come in there and act like his job is not on. You know, I'm like, like, dude, dude, it's it's your da- goddamn job, man. Do your job. I'm t- man. I hate fighters who get comfortable in the UFC and then they're out there. You know, oh my God, I can't believe they cut me. Oh God, I'm at McDonald's. Like, yeah, gee, it's a job, son. It's a goddamn job. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're like, it's, it's a trust fund that dad keeps giving them stuff. Like, come on, man. Uh, Court McGee. Damn, I forgot to really actually ask, ask, answer catfish question directly. Uh, Yeah, Matt Brown, uh, Court McGee, two geezers. One's 38 years old. The other one's 42. Yeah, get that out of here. Get out. I, I would cut both of them no matter who won. But, hey, I'm not running an MMA promotion, right? N- no, I'm not running an MMA promotion, by the way. Please stop. New fighters out there, if you are listening, maybe, maybe in the future, maybe in the near future, because I am old. I need if I'm going to do something, I need to do it right now. You know, I might have my own promotion. I doubt it. But look, nine times out of ten, I probably wouldn't pick y'all. I need y'all to listen to the podcast. You see the way I talk? This is how I'm going to be talking to y'all if you work for me. But stop how, Stop coming. I, if I had, like I said, if I don't have a promotion. So stop yelling at me about hiring you. Or signing to my promotion, okay? I don't have one, and more importantly, if I did, I probably wouldn't pick you. As I'm talking to, as say when I'm talking here, same way I talk to you in in front of your face. There's no act tough, because you're probably being. We're going to meet in Philly. We're going to have a business meeting in Philly, and it's not going to be in a nice neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to act tough. There's no swinging. There's no shooting for a takedown, okay? Your ass probably won't make out in one piece. Okay, I'm tired of these fighters living in a fantasy that everything's a comic book and that they're Batman. No. Okay, I know this seems this will be happy episode. <laughs> this will to be a happy episode. You know what I'm saying? Ah, man, you know, look, I pride myself on being nonviolent, but look, look, I don't got time for toxic male malness. Okay, I don't got time for it. I got time for baby males who want to act tough. Don't have time for it. But Anyway, heavyweight. We got another heavyweight fight. Carl Williams out of PFL, Dana White Contender Series, 8-1, minus 420 favorite. Going up against Chase Sherman. Man, Chase should win this fight. I'm going to slide a tiny bit of change on him. But, yeah, I got Carl Williams in that matchup there because Chase just, he should win, but. It's like, bro, what are you doing in there? You know, it's like this dude, talk about losing focus. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, in heavyweight. You know, you're yeah, in heavyweight. Anyone can get knocked out in heavyweight. There's no such thing as a chin of steel in heavyweight. Sorry to break that, break that to you, because I know a lot of people believe that. You know, John Jones, his chin and everything, right? Shoot for the takedown. Yeah, okay. Okay. Keep believing that nonsense. Anyway, Cody Statement. Twenty-one. Who? Someone who will shoot for a takedown? I don't. I'm not sure against Douglas Silva de Lima. I'm not sure. You know, black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't know if he will shoot for takedowns, but that's what Cody does. We'll see if Douglas Lima has the steam to. Uh, he's another one. That's another underdog that should win. But uh, you yeah, know, I, I don't. Uh. But Douglas always tries to bring it got that fight night bonus so i know he's gonna he's definitely gonna you know i mean so just let folks know douglas can grapple uh but he wants to stand and bang and i expect to i expect it to uh but but i'm gonna i got cody because i believe that douglas is probably going to gas and cody will continue with the takedowns and use his wrestle but you know how i feel about the wrestle you know what i mean it, it's yeah, probably gas too. Uh <laughs> light heavyweight. We got Carl Olberg, who to me is the most attractive fighter in the UFC. 8 and 1, minus 455. You know, but I bring him up, and the ladies just like eh. It's crazy. Because I'm like, okay, this is it, right? This is the best looking dude, right? Because now I got a lot of uh female friends, female family members. So I'm like, that's what y'all like right there, right? That gotta be it, right? Tall, isn't he? That's it. And I tell you what, 99.9% they all acknowledge, yes, yes, that's a good looking man. Yes, yeah, so that's like that, right? So I'll post some pictures of that for y'all, right? Now, <laughs> <laughs> women, man, can't figure him out. But he's a minus 455 favorite over Ehor, and who's a 19 and 3, Petalia, Petoria, uh, plus thirty-three, 340 underdog. Uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know about, you know, I don't really trust Carl, honestly, because he's the highest favorite on the night. So you figure, what well, isn't the minus 455 favorite. Shouldn't he be the lock? He is no Ian Gary. So no, uh, and the 10 Levy, eight, one minus 245 favorite going up against Pete Rodriguez, who is five and one going to favorite in that one there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I already broke down. You already talked about this fight between Kim G and Mandy Monster Bomb. Not sure what was going on with the face off. You know, at first I was like, what's going on? Why is everybody so intense at these face offs?" And I was like, oh, live audience. I got thinking it was at the Apex Center. I'm like, oh, right, right, Charlotte. That's right. That's right. I could not get this one together at all because I was going to go down there. Uh, I was going to shoot down there real quick, like the seats were cheap. And I was going to shoot down there real quick and catch it. I've been, man, missing out on catching some of these live events. Um, And plus it's Kim G. You know what I mean? Got to see Kim G live. But this will probably be her last fight. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably see her live someplace else. You know, maybe hopefully CFFC or LFA. Who knows? Because, uh, yeah, she's definitely not going to keep her job if she loses. She's a minus 195 favorite. Of course, these numbers are um early week numbers. So I know y'all sitting up like, where's these numbers this dude's talking about? I uh, only seen some movement on a uh, few fighters uh, Kim G should win this is an extremely winnable fight I don't know why a monster was getting in somebody's face I mean she getting pieced up by the queen of violence isn't a measuring stick Kim tends to she tends to be a tad slow to me she needs to has to same fight style, maintain the same fight style, takedown defense. She's definitely gonna need takedown defense. I believe Mandy Bone, uh, I slid some change on Mandy just in case I hate to do it. I hate to do it. You know, I love Kim G, but I did slide some change on Manny Bone just in case because I believe that all that provado and getting in Kim G's face, she's just gonna shoot she's gonna to get touched two times by Kim and shoot for takedowns the rest of the fight. She needs to, because she got pieced up by Lipski, but she was trying to she was trying to level change. And Lipsky was just all over. And I'm just like, yeah, that's not the one level change on. Level change on Kim G. Don't level change on Lipsky because, you know what I mean? I think she's with a purple belt at this point. And she's trained by Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes. That's not someone who you shoot on unless you're really good with your grapple. And Mandy Bone ain't good with her grapple. So I got uh, Kim G. But, yeah, like I said, I slid some change on the underdog for that, in that one. Hate to do it, but, hey. It's about making money, not friends. Brian Battle, nine and two plus one twelve over Gay Green, man. Listen, listen. This right here will probably be a fight at night, and if so, the UFC better not be cheap, man. And well, ain't nothing I can do about it, right? I'm all like, yeah, you better not be like I'm gonna do something about it. <laughs> I ain't gonna do nothing but sit and eat. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got Gabe Green whipping Brian Battle's ass, but that fight can go either way, eleven to four. But I got Gabe Green, man. He gonna bring it, man. This should be a good fight right there. Good fight or good performance. Okay, I expect it out of these. You know how I feel about the early prelims, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, and Tanara, I expect Tanara. Even though she's five and two going against eleven and eight, and Victor Lum, Jessica Rose Clark, I expect this newcomer making her debut. To whip Jessica Rose Clark's ass. She is the easiest fighter to prepare for. She's going to shoot. She's going to talk trash. And shoot for lazy takedowns. And try to get on top of you. And have pitiful scrambles. People who bet on her. I mean she might win. She might win. But this isn't. Minus 103 isn't. Win by decision. You know like. It's most likely what's going to happen. I got right here. Because you know, I doubt she finishes the fight. If anything, I, I expect uh, Tenara to finish the fight. So we got Tenera, um, a plus 225 to win by decision. And we got Rose Clark, a plus 188 to win by decision. If anyone, like I said, if anything, I expect Tanara I mean, I don't know, man. Rose might pull out a submission. But I just, she's pitiful. She is Another old-timer. She's pitiful to me. You know, like these simps, man, anyone who puts money on her. She like I said, she might win, but I'm not wasting my time. If I bet against her, that's what I usually do. And that's usually how I win money is by betting against her. Yeah, I, I ain't man. Listen, y'all got that. Y'all got that. But yeah, that's it, man. That is it for my rant slash <laughs> my cranky rant, my my cranky rant. Slash suspect picks <laughs> for UFC Charlotte. Okay, that's it. Thank you guys for joining me today. You can hit me up at questions with questions at MMA by Milliken at gmail.com. Audio questions also. You can send any audios there or written questions. DMs are always open. Hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. And follow the leg show check out the leg show it's the best show in town for beautiful women daily hope everybody stay safe stay strong and stay positive take care